1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. The cancellation of uh, former Las Vegas Raiders coach John Gruden continues. Everybody... Cannot wait to dunk on him or eradicate him from their past. Uh, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who won the Super Bowl in 2002 with John Gruden as their head coach, uh, now say they will remove John Gruden from their ring of honor following the discovery of past emails that included gay slurs and uh, racially insensitive messages. Here's the statement from Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have advocated for purposeful change in the areas of race relation, gender equality, diversity, and inclusion for many years. While we acknowledge John Gruden's contributions on the field, his actions go against our core values as an organization. Therefore, he will no longer continue to be a member of the Buccaneers Ring of Honor. He was inducted in 2017. That's not the end of the John Gruden cancellation. Cancellation, rather. Uh, EA Sports, which makes the popular Madden NFL 22 video game, uh, has a person on the sidelines as the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, who is identified as John Gruden and certainly bears a striking likeness to John Gruden, Uh, but no more. Uh, New games will be released, and he will be replaced with a generic likeness via a title update in the coming weeks. Uh, This is on brand for EA Sports. Uh, A year ago, they put National Anthem, Kneeler and former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick in their game, even though he was on no NFL roster and hadn't been since 2016. And they not only put him in the game, they put him in the game as an elite quarterback. And this is what they said at the time. Colin Kaepernick is one of the top free agents in football. <laughs> no, he's not. That's a blatant lie. And a starting caliber quarterback. That's another lie. The team at EA Sports, along with millions hmm, of Madden NFL fans, want to see him back at our game. We've had a long relationship with Colin through Madden NFL. Knowing that our EA Sports experiences, are platforms, for players to create, we want to make Madden NFL a place that reflects Collins' position and talent and rates him as a starting quarterback, empowering our fans to express their hopes for the future of football. Oh, yes, I'm sure. Is anyone worried about the future of football? I'm pretty sure football is economically viable and will be around for quite some time, whether Colin Kaepernick is in it or not. And he will not be in it ever again, because that's right. He's not good enough. Yes. And I'm sure the anthem thing plays a part in it too, because what do NFL teams hate above everything else? Distractions from people whose presence is not worth the distraction they create. But of course, sometimes... Such distractions are abided and tolerated because to not tolerate them would be to incur more distractions than dealing with the inherent distraction that exists and must be tolerated. Maybe that was a little bit difficult to follow, but I think I can flesh it out for you. For instance, Carl Nassib is a name I've brought up on the show before. Carl Nassib is a former Cleveland Brown. Carl Nassib is now a Las Vegas Raider, and Carl Nassib, if you are paying attention, is the first openly gay player in the NFL. You say, wait a minute, wasn't Michael Sam the first openly gay player in the NFL? Well, he was thought to be, but he wasn't good enough to make it in the NFL. Not even his sexual preference could get him a spot in the NFL. The uh, St. Louis Rams drafted him and then cut him and dealt with the fallout for cutting the first gay player in the NFL. Carl Nassib, this past summer, realizing that his contract was eh, a little pricey for somebody of his modest contributions to the team, coincidentally or not, decided it'd be a great time to come out as the first openly gay player in the NFL. Thus presenting the Las Vegas Raiders with the decision of, do we want to cut this guy, save the money, but deal with the fact that people will say we cut him because he's gay and we don't want him in our locker room. Now, isn't it interesting that homophobic John Gruden, head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, who until he resigned, had 51% control over the personnel decisions. That was one of the big news items that came out the other day, that Gruden, now that he quit going to be replaced by the former special teams coach and that would mean that now mike mayock the general manager of the raiders was going to get 51 percent control over the roster whereas gruden had 51 percent before so here's my question if john gruden is homophobic as people are sure he is from his emails not homophobic in locker room buddy buddy talk on what he thought was a private email but homophobic where it counts in his actions toward players on his roster who are homosexual. If John Gruden were really homophobic, Carl Nassib would not be on the Las Vegas Raiders. How could anyone dispute that? Gay activists, transgender activists, LGBTQRSTUV activists, any of you alphabet mafia out there want to dispute that? If Gruden is really homophobic, why didn't he cut Carl Nassib? Ah, but he did not cut Carl Nassib. And you know how I know he didn't cut Carl Nassib? Because Carl Nassib is back in the headlines today. Because Carl Nassib asked for a personal day off yesterday after emails from John Gruden were published with unkind things to say about Michael Sam. That's the other thing. The story that I'm reading says, emails were published denigrating homosexuals. Is that true? Now, I haven't read Gruden's emails. But I know that the one email in question referred to Michael Sam with a slur that basically blank doesn't belong in football. So that was a slur about Michael Sam. And it's being taken as, well, then John Gruden feels that way about everybody who's homosexual. Is that accurate? Why do we make that assumption? Demoris Smith, the head of the NFLPA, John Gruden made a very uh, crude and offensive remark about Demoris Smith's appearance. Does that mean John Gruden believes that all African Americans... He would refer to all of them the same way he referred to Demoris Smith. The consensus in the culture is yes. If you say that about if you say X about a minority, an ethnicity, a person of certain characteristics, be it sexual preference, ethnicity, uh, religious affiliation, whatever you make X comment about them. Are you really making X comment about? Everyone else who shares that same characteristic. We've gotten into a place in our culture where our answer to that is yes. 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 If you said something unkind about someone who is homosexual, someone who is Asian, someone who is Hispanic, someone who is black, someone who is Jewish, someone who is evangelical, well, leave the evangelical out, because that's like a <laughs> evangelical. White evangelicals are the punching bag. You can, like, wail on that all you want to. <laughs> but, but is that necessarily true? What John Gruden said about Michael Sam. Is it possible that John Gruden might feel totally different about Carl Nassib? Because here's a re- here's a revolutionary thought. He knows Carl Nassib. Isn't it easy to criticize people for characteristics they have that are different from our own when we don't know them? But when we do know them and have a personal relationship with them or evaluate their work ethic, their personality, their integrity, their character, we feel totally different about them? I think that's very possible. In fact, I think that's really how it is. But we don't we don't put any nuance at all into evaluating how we label people generally because of what they've specifically said about one person. I mean, generally just the way the human mind works is you look at someone, they cut you off in traffic. They, you know, let's just say that they cut you off in traffic. You look at them and you're mad. You've, you're unhinged. You've lost control. You're outside yourself. You're not your best self, right? You're not, reacting like you would with your pastor sitting next to you or your three-year-old daughter or son sitting next to you. You're alone in your car. They cut you off. They almost caused you to wreck. You're in a hurry, and you have a five-second detachment from your best self. What do you say? Well, your brain's an amazing instrument. Your brain looks at that person and makes an evaluation of something about them and instantly your brain magnifies that particular characteristic, and that's what you go to. You're ugly. You're blah. You're blah. You're, you are know, you just do it. All blondes are idiots. Oh, you're a typical dumb blonde. Oh, you're a typical, look at that hooked nose. Man, you're ugly. Right? That's what you do. That's what I think happened with John Gruden. He didn't like DeMora Smith holding up NFL labor Regulations. He didn't like being pressured to draft a gay player. He didn't like the fact that now he's going to have to deal with female officials in the National Football League. And so he went the lazy man's route, the angry man's route, the detached, deranged, delusional person's route. In a private email to a what he thought was a friend. So Carl Nassib yesterday was so troubled by this... Uh, email revelation that he asked for and received a day off from the las vegas raiders wow man that's a tough dude right somebody wrote something in an email about somebody else who shares his sexual preference and he feels like it debilitated him to the degree that he couldn't go to work hmm I think Carl Nassib is milking his sexual preference for all it's worth. For all it's worth. It kept him on the roster. Now it's currying more favor for him. Apparently with teammates and probably with some fans. But I see through it. I see through it. And I think you do too. So, Aaron, I'm going to present you uh, three entertainment options for your leisure time. And you get to tell me which one of these is most appealing to you. Uh, Tonight at Nationwide Arena, the Columbus Blue Jackets open their season against the uh, Arizona Coyotes. That's option one. All right. Option number two, cross town at Value City Arena. The boys from Dude Perfect are performing. Tonight at seven PM. All right. Dude Perfect. You familiar with Dude Perfect? Yes. Uh Dude Perfect, did you know they have the world's most subscribed to YouTube sports channel? I believe that. Fifty three yeah. million subscribers? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you monetize YouTube's off the ads and stuff.
2: If mm-hmm. just ballpark, you got fifty three million subscribers. Well, what it's kind of revenue stream are you doing. It, it's on views, but I, I he's probably looking at Gosh, I would say under a hundred million dollars a year that he's making. Under a hundred million, not much for five crazy guys who went to college together at Texas A and M and come up with crazy games with silly yeah. rules and do wild things. Yeah, there are people. There are YouTubers that make over a hundred million dollars a year. Wow. Okay, so that's option two, dude. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Option three,
1: a. Puppy Adoption Event Saturday in Hilliard, where they will be placing puppies rescued from puppy mills with families, kids, and people like you who probably would love a canine
2: companion. (laughs) All right, those are the three. Those are your three options. All right, I'm going to the Blue Jackets game. Really? Yeah. We have to sit through a little bit of a teary
1: ceremonial tribute to former goaltender Matisse Kivlenics. They are honoring him all season long. He's the young man from Latvia. 24 years old, who died on July the 4th from a fireworks accident. So they're having a big pregame ceremony honoring him. His family's going to be there. They're going to drop the puck. They've got his number uh, in the ice behind the nets. They're going to wear little stickers on their helmets. Uh, so they'll have that going on. Will that change your mind at all? you prepared to push through the grief? I may Watch show up the game? late. Show up late. Show up after that. Don't miss Leo <laughs> Wells singing the national anthem. Leo's my guy. I love that. Uh Yeah. So Dude Perfect does not hold any interest uh, Seeing for you.
2: it live, no. You just watch it on YouTube. It's I free, mean, right? <laughs> I mean, you know. No, I don't regularly watch them, but I've been entertained by them before. They're funny. I'll say that. They are funny. So uh, you have to wear a mask
1: at Value City Arena. I presume you have to at Nationwide, too, right? City of Columbus, Andrew Ginther's mask police will be out. Uh, no social distancing, full capacity, both arenas. Uh, Ohio State's going to make you jump through the cashless hoop. Even at the concession stands, you can't use cash. I just say as, that's annoying. To me, that's annoying. This is coming to the high schools, too. Uh, my daughter plays in a uh, league where they don't they don't take cash at the gate. You have to buy your tickets on an app in the Central Buckeye Conference. Which would be fine, except every time you buy a ticket, you get dinged for a $1.50 service charge. Now, I don't know much about the online world, but I'm guessing it's not a $1.50 labor intensive for a server somewhere to process my credit card every single time I buy a ticket to a soccer game. Oh, yeah. Is that a reasonable assumption on my part? Yeah. That's a $1.50. It's like a... Uh, okay, why do they have to make money off the service charge? Like, because the,
2: you the, can, but the, uh, that's the answer. If you buy a hot dog, they're going to be like, "Well, it's a dollar," <laughs> but then we need fifteen cents for yeah. this, we need thirty cents for this, we need so then it's gonna it's gonna be five bucks when we get down to it. But when you're paying with your card, it's sometimes you don't even know till later how much you paid. Well, I'll give them credit; they
1: publicize what the service charge is. The cost of my ticket is six bucks. The service charge is dollar fifty for what? Like I get it. They, there are some places that don't take credit cards because there's a cost associated with running a credit card
2: transaction. But a dollar 50? Yeah, times what? 15,000 per Yeah. Night? Yeah. I'm at least that
1: at a concession stand. Oh, you can apparently, I don't know. You got Apple Pay? Google Pay? I do have Google Pay. I okay. don't have Apple Pay. All right. Well, I have a, a Android phone myself, but I I don't think I Am I wrong? Like, identity theft is a thing, is it not? Would this not ratchet oh, yeah. up the possibility? I was being facetious. Wouldn't this ratchet up the possibility of identity theft? Don't you picture, like, I don't know, a dozen people who are in Nationwide Arena tonight and Value City Arena tonight gleaning credit card numbers from people's phones <laughs> while they're buying Cokes and whatever else?
2: Yeah. Am I, I, think, am I wrong to assume that? No, I just think people are just so used to it. Of course. You know, it's like hey, your uh, credit card information was stolen. Well, how many other people's are stolen? Uh, 50 million other people. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I guess yeah. I'm just oh, one of the draw. the draw, They won't barrel. get around to me. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, I mean, if we really care about reining in big tech and we really care about identity theft, it would seem to me that cash would be a way around this.
2: Yeah, I still attempt to pay cash when I can I to too. avoid yes, these kind of things. I do, too. Now, well, on, uh, you know,
1: you're part of the – you probably are one of the people Janet Yellen wants to get control of. She wants to know about all your multiple thousand six dollars transactions in your bank account because you're not paying your fair share. That's what she would probably say. Oh, my goodness. But uh, anyway, three good options. I know my daughters would – I don't know, my my youngest – is a crazy hockey fan. She loves hockey, but she loves puppies, too. Now, my uh, oldest would love the Dude Perfect show. So uh, these are all good options for you uh, in central Ohio. Puppy thing might get rained on. Saturday's supposed to be a little bit rainy. Uh, I'll be attending a high school play tonight. Looking forward to that. Uh, Hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show straight ahead, the fentanyl problem. How awful is it? We'll tell you